1: you are listening to the preacher boys podcast a podcast shedding light on decades of mental physical and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental baptist movement the testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Preacher Boys Podcast. It has been a very busy week here on the show because there have been several stories that have broken here in the past seven days. Uh, I have been getting several messages from people sharing different stories with me, uh, some who have been sharing some very harsh critiques of what I'm doing on the show, uh, as you've seen in the last episode, last video that I did on this. Uh, But one of the stories that dropped this week was that another church member from Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar, California, which is no stranger to this show, uh, was arrested for attempting to solicit sex from a minor. His name is Albert Henry Abbott, and he was taken into custody by Temecula police two days ago, as of the day of this recording, uh, for attempting to solicit sex from a minor, he posted bail and It's unclear whether Abbott was a volunteer or held any leadership positions in the church, but the question that should be on your mind is, why has Faith Baptist Church in Wildmar, a relatively small church in Southern California, been the home of so many sexual predators within a short period of time? My answer is that Pastor Bruce Goddard and the church itself have consistently broadcasted a message loud and clear that victims do not matter. The treatment of survivors by the church has been disgusting and unfair, and their written policies actively work against both victims and law enforcement. When you repeatedly express both through word and actions that victims are not important to you, that they'll not be heard, and in some cases that they'll be actively rebuked, you establish your ministry as a safe haven for their abusers. I would urge Faith Baptist Church of Wildemar to stop making predators feel comfortable within your pews. I posted what I just said to Instagram a day ago, and uh, or two days ago, uh, as of when this is going to be released. And uh, what happened is this morning, uh, there was a video released by Pastor Bruce Goddard, uh, who is the pastor of Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar, California. And Goddard has a habit when something comes out about his church, he starts doing damage control very quickly. And this was a very very fast turnaround. His video that he released was called uh, Manure Spreaders. Uh, it's part of his Morning Moments series that he does on YouTube. And uh, he shared a message about gossip being a manure spreader. And uh, let's take a listen to what he had to say.
2: Well, I couldn't be more thankful that I'm saved and heaven's my home. Uh, what a great thing to know that our sins are forgiven. And uh, mankind may not forget, uh, men are critical and harsh and, and difficult, but what a savior, uh, when God sent his son to die for our sins, that precious blood of Christ, not just didn't just, uh, purchase our forgiveness, but he literally paid our sins, our sins debt, the debt of our sins. So those sins are gone.
0: So he starts off a little bit passive aggressive and I was curious to see where he'd go with this. He said, people are cruel. They don't forget, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to go ahead and skip across to about the four minute mark. Cause that's when he really gets into the meat of his stop spreading manure message. Let's go ahead and listen.
2: In the Bible, what a great story for him. And, uh, just, there's something amazing about difficulties and, and works in people's hearts. I want to mention a couple of there we go. verses here. Uh, today as we look at the v- book of proverbs proverbs chapter 10
0: i do love this and i want i want to call this out really quickly pastors in the IFB love going to proverbs and look there's nothing wrong with proverbs uh, there's a lot of great wisdom principles within proverbs But I noticed a lot of IIP pastors like going to Proverbs because there are general wisdom principles that get mentioned in Proverbs that can easily easily be turned into uh, kind of linchpins for the hobby horse of the pastor. So they can go to Proverbs, they can find a general wisdom principle, teach it like it's a command, and then apply it to any situation, even if that's not the original context of the passage whatsoever. But anyway, that's just a note on Proverbs.
2: And there's a lot of Proverbs. I just thinking about our tongues today and, and um, how this old tongue of ours influences the world around us. Um, Proverbs 10, there's several verses. Um, the Bible says in verse 11, the mouth of the righteous man is a well of life. And I think oh, that our words would be a well of life. And it's like so many people, their words are on purpose, hurtful. Um, later Proverbs says, there is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Oh, I want our words to be health. I want our words, as he said in verse 11, to be a well of life. In verse 12, he says, hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins. And, And there's
0: So up to this point, this could just be something that I'm mistakenly saying, oh, maybe that's about the post the other day, or maybe that, but he starts getting very hyper specific here.
2: Uh, there's something we all know about gossip. We all understand that if it's none of your business, it's the news shouldn't be spread. The information. It doesn't mean that uh, uh, I shouldn't tell the boss what's going on in the in the office. Or there's it doesn't mean that the one child could not go to the parent and talk about what's going on, or the student to the teacher. But uh, this is social media, uh, destroy, seek and destroy. That is perhaps the most godless thing going on in our culture today.
0: Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Social media gossip, again, using gossip very loosely, like Goddard would say, social media is the most godless thing happening in the world today. Really? This is coming from a pastor. And in case you don't know who Bruce Goddard is, and you think that I am uh, just being dramatic and stirring up something. This is Bruce Goddard, who pastors Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar. There have been uh, since 1991. Let's start there. 1991 and 1992, Laverne Paul Fox, Paul Fox, who's been mentioned on the show before, Engages in sexual relationships with minors and guilts him in the silence. Upon discovering the situation, according to the testimony of the survivors, Pastor Bruce Goddard ordered Fox to leave the state. In 1998 to 2013, the youth pastor at Faith Baptist of Wildemar was sexually preying on three, three teenage girls. Rachel Peach was 15 years old Uh, Leah Ramirez left the church at 15 due to several advances and April Avia was groomed from the age of 14 and became a victim of sexual abuse. Montero left faith Baptist church to start a new church, Menifee Baptist church. He was ordained by Bruce Goddard in 2016, he left Menifee Baptist church for undisclosed reasons, and he's since been sentenced and went to, went to prison in 2017, Jerry Nelson was another staff was arrested for possession of child pornography. So Bruce Goddard, who allegedly reported or failed to report these instances, who has time and time again shown that his church is not a place for survivors of sexual abuse for underage women who have been raped within his church. He thinks that social media gossip is the most godless thing in the world today. I just want that to really land what he's saying there
2: the the ability to reach out and and scatter information to people that it has no bearing on and it's none of none of their business I've said this before my grandma would say Nunya we'd ask her what you know what someone said or what someone's doing she'd say Nunya and that was for none of your business and
0: well and and again if I'm going to go back to reminding you who Goddard is Goddard's whistleblower policy for Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar. It is a three page whistleblower policy, and this is the instruction. So let's talk about the none of your business thing. This is directly from their whistleblower, 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 that's hard to say, whistleblower policy. A supervisor, this is a direct quote. This is not me just making some noise. A direct quote from their whistleblower policy. A supervisor who becomes aware of suspe- suspected misconduct should not. Report the case to an authorized law enforcement officer without first discussing the case with the pastor, appointed deacon, staff member, or female reporter. So when Bruce Goddard wants to talk about, my grandma taught me to say, none yet, it's none your business. Bruce Goddard practices that with law enforcement. When there's a sexual abuse case, it's not just me saying this is what he says. This is in his written policy at Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar. You do not go to the police without going to the pastor first. The buck stops with him.
2: A whole bunch of folks need to get that nunya. But um, back to, to Proverbs ten, uh, in the multitude of in verse nineteen, um, in, in well, let's go to verse eighteen. He that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. There, God makes it clear. When you utter slanders, you are pronouncing, you're you're announcing to the world you're a fool. You're pronouncing yourself.
0: What's the, the slander? The police report that's screenshotted and posted? What's the slander? Verse
2: 19, in the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. So the fool, in verse 18, is the one who utters a slander. And in verse 19, the one who refrains his lips is wise. And how guarded we ought to be with our lips and how careful we ought to be with what we say and what we repeat. And again, in our culture today, this world of social media, uh, we just love to have people. I I think it's a product of a worthless life. Someone who has no worth, they have no usefulness, they... They either feel or are of no value to anyone. And they're out there clamoring in the, in society, trying to find something somewhere that gives them some feeling of worthness, worthwhileness, that's not a good word, but to make them feel worthwhile. And you know, it's so funny, I was talking with one of our men in my office and, and uh, he mentioned being able to lead someone to Christ. And he said, I just, I just can't get over it, that I could get out and talk to people about Jesus and some would trust Christ. I said, well, I've been doing it for decades and I don't get over it. I think it's the greatest thing. You know, the the crowd of gossips and slanderers, if they were to just quietly teach a Sunday school class, go out soul winning. And to use their life to influence others for good. They would find an incredible amount of self-worth in being a blessing to others. But instead, the devil inspires them, and I do believe it is satanically inspired, to to demean, to slander, to hurt, to wound. And you see, when you when you hurt people,
0: and again, let's focus in on this too is. The statement that people, if they would just be humble and quiet and do their part and go soul winning and do the victims from Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar were sexually assaulted, going out soul winning. People from Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar were abused within the security of the church. Even myself, I worked within ministries and, and worked alongside people and tried to do good things and was financially abused, mentally manipulated, people try to do this. People don't just wake up and say, Hey, I have a, I have a problem with the church and I'm going to go make up a bunch of lies about sexual abuse. I'm, I'm going to make up a trail going back into the early nineties and even before that and create a trail of victims and get dozens of people to corroborate a story. There were several people who didn't give their names, who went to the police and gave testimony. But again, Goddard's focused on people talking about the abuse versus the abuser themselves.
2: Look over to the book of James with me, but when your words are used to hurt people, uh, the thing that, that, uh, we, we don't grasp and maybe, maybe people do. I don't know. I, I have a problem believing people are as evil as they appear to be. Uh, if their deeds were evil, I'm, I'm just, I give them the benefit of the doubt. I think that they may have been evil, but they didn't mean to be evil. But I think sometimes they do. But here's here's a situation of wrong. And, and, uh, and I talk about it or repeat it or tell the story or elaborate or stretch it or totally blow it out of proportion, whatever it might be. But it never occurs to me all the ripples, the family, the job, the children, the neighbors, all the people that that's influencing. You know, for a child of God, I, I guess for the unsaved world, to slander and repeat a matter and, and be critics, and I, I guess you could expect it from an unsaved man, but for a child of God to take bad news and, and amplify it, and spread it and, and even multiply, make it worse than it is. How corrupt a person, how could that person be a child of God? And I'm not doubting salvation as between them and God. A week or so ago, I talked about Philippians four, eight, the eight things that should guide what we think about pure, just, lovely truth, if there be any praise, if there be any virtue. And I missed one of them, but, but that, that kind of guarded thinking and guarded words, but, um, Oh, well, we've got a world that is just ugly. And and never, people will, for their own benefit, they'll say something to try and get, I want to be the first one to tell the story as a newspaper reporter or as a whatever it might be. Or as a podcaster, and, or, um,
0: Bruce, you can they'll they'll just say the, that. that.
2: That story, that information, they'll splash it out in hopes of getting some attention. You know, if the only way I could get attention was by spreading sewage, I think I'd go pick up aluminum cans for a living. I think I'd go make a living cleaning up the streets. What is wrong with us that that the only worth we can find in ourselves is taking sewage and scattering it everywhere? Between my house and church only.
0: So I'll kind of stop the video there one because I want to uh, follow all the fair use rules for video and also because I want to spare you from having to listen to more of this. But you see what's happening here is one, it's hilarious to me that a, I don't know how old Goddard is, is spending time to discuss a post by a 26 year old podcaster who addressed a a string of abuses that goes back decades under his leadership. And he is so frustrated with it that he has to make that the topic of his Sunday or whatever day it is, Wednesday morning devotional, Thursday morning devotional. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And again, rather than looking and saying there is an evil amount, there is a shocking amount of evil abuse happening within my church, rather than identifying that and taking steps to make changes. Every time one of these stories happens, it's a matter of deflection. It's a matter of shaming the victims. It's a matter of shaming people who are addressing the story and look, accuse me all you want, because it's clear again, it's very clear what this whole video is referring to. Accuse me all you want by putting on a post that I'm chasing a story, chasing attention, chasing clicks or views or any of that. I, all I'll say, whenever that accusation comes up, you should know. And there's people who will watch this video who are friends of mine, who are friends of the show, who know there is so much that does not make it into episodes, stuff that would get a lot of clicks. Stuff that would get a lot of attention, theories that would get a lot of attention, hearsay that would get a lot of attention, rumors that would get a lot of attention, details about each and every one of the stories that goes out that get omitted from episodes, not because they don't think that they're valid, but because there's not sufficient evidence or because it's a little bit too much of a gray area, or it's just an opinion or just a theory, or more often than not, because of the danger it would bring to the victim involved or because a victim doesn't want that story shared yet. There are so many stories. If I was chasing clicks and there are people that do this or people that take tragedies like the ones I cover on the show and run with them and take them and go for clicks and views and maximum amount of virality in these posts. The way I do my show is pretty boring. I put out when I announce this Wildemar story, I have plenty of thoughts. And as this video. Kind of shows you, like my gloves are off when it comes to Goddard. At this point, the man is the, his treatment of victims, who I consider friends, has been despicable, and, and I legitimately do. I, I feel very strongly about Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar, and I have no problem saying what I think about Goddard, or uh, what I think about Goddard, what I think about um, what I think about uh, Faith Baptist Church in Wildemar, what I think about the way they've handled all these cases, how they've affected people that I actually do care about. But when you're saying I'm running to rush to a story and make a statement, I posted a script. This is not slander. This is a police report. This is a picture of a church member, another one, yet another one from Faith Baptist Church being handcuffed by the police for sexual misconduct with a minor, in this case, soliciting sex, but for other ones, rape, molestation, grooming of young children within faith Baptist church. But the only thing that, that Goddard can think to, to muster is this narrative that people are spreading sewage and that they should rather that people who are sharing these stories should go pick up cans. Goddard should be the one going around picking up cans because the garbage he talks about that's being spewed is the garbage that he considers himself friends with the garbage that he hears people talking about. This is a man whose whole ministry career has been relocating garbage around, has been protecting garbage within his ministry. Again, look at the whistleblower report. Look at the way he's handled victims. Look at the 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 accounts from so many who've been hurt in that ministry. And so, you know what? This video honestly was extremely funny to me. I sat in my living room, uh, or in my kitchen next to my wife, watched the video, and I thought it was hilarious that this was the best thing that he could think to come up with in defense of this. Again, did Goddard know in this case about this church member and uh, did he cover up? No, I'm not saying any of that. What I am saying though, is it's amazing how many predators feel comfortable at a relatively small church. Yeah. In a, in a mega church, you'll have one or two pedophile, like statistically, there's going to be bad people in a group. But so many in such a short period of time and so many victims in such a small church, that's a big red flag just flapping in the wind. And I can't help but wonder when people within Faith Baptist Church of Wildemar are going to wake up, are going to step out of that church, and are going to start standing with victims, leaving Goddard to stand there with nothing left. Because it's ridiculous how long this has gone on. And every single time the reaction's the same, blame social media blame, consider the people that share the truth about abuse that's happening in your church, call it demonic. But the thing that's demonic here is the abuse. And that's what you should probably start focusing on if you consider yourself a man of God leading a ministry. So anyway, go ahead and go watch the full video. I mean, there's lots to, lots to roll your eyes at, lots to look at, but I think this video just reveals again, the priority. I showed a video uh, just recently of Wilkerson's statements on the arrest that happened at Faith Baptist, same thing, deflection. Sure, Wilkerson's more polite about it, but it's the same thing. We're so focused on how people break the news, how the story gets out there, how the victims share their story, the mood and the tone and the temperament, but there's no talk about the actual abuse. Like, When are we going to start taking that seriously in some real meaningful way? But anyway, I don't want to drag this video out. I don't want to drag this podcast episode out, but honestly, like, when are we going to start changing the narrative from, you need to tell your story this way, you need to share this news this way and start saying, Hey, stop raping people in our church. Like, Hey, we do not stand as a place. that's a haven for predators. If you're a predator know that when we find out who you are, we're going to call you out. Know that if you're a victim, we're going to welcome you, embrace you, and care for you, and make sure you get the help that you need. Know that we're a bastion of righteousness in our community, and we're going to stand for justice and hear your story. But these guys will not do that. So they need to start doing that, or they need to step away from their pulpits. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I'll, uh, I'll catch you on the next episode. And hopefully, uh, there's not as much news next week to cover in regards to all this stuff.
1: Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com.
0: American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.